All right, I have been told by Bob Black I have to be impartial in this segment of the sports huddle. And I'm confident you will be. I am. And 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 Dr. Alvin Parker will let me know that cuz we've been we, we've been doing his uh we've been doing his podcast right. this season uh, and and to great results as we got Dr. Alvin Parker joining us here on the sports huddle to give us the union perspective of the game of the year in the CIAA Virginia State and Virginia Union. I've been impartial for the for the most part, right coach? I feel like you have. Uh, I, th- I, I thought so. But I know, I know what color you wear. <laughs> but, hey, I'm not no orange and blue. I will not wear <laughs> orange and blue on Saturday. Whoever wins, if it's you or Frazier, I will handle that post-game interview with professionalism and decorum. And if you guys win, I will be rooting for you guys against Fayetteville State in the championship game uh, next Saturday. So I got you. I got you. Got you. Got you. Um, we heard how Frazier was excited about this game. For for his obvious reasons, where is your excitement level for Saturday at home with everything on the table, winner take all, against your arch rivals, Virginia State? I think you live for games like this. You know, um, you know, you you coach your your career and and you, and you get some big games, but I, I don't think I've coached in one bigger than this. You know, so you know it's going to be you know for all the marbles, you know, against the rival, you know, at home. I mean, you know, it's just all the build up. You know, and I think the guys have done a good job on both sides with Dallas Virginia State and, and our guys as well to to put us both in position for something like this. So you know, I'm I'm excited. So if you haven't coached in one this big, I would assume your players haven't played in one this big. How have you read them this week, Coach? What have you seen from them as they prepare for this one? I mean, it's just been kind of just regular. You know, we haven't done anything different in terms of preparation or. Or put anything, you know, different in terms of the week, how that goes. You know, we've done everything we've done, you know, um, the other nine weeks, so to speak. You know, so our guys know that. You know, we have a routine around here, and it's kind of, you know, um, when we follow it, we feel like we get some good things that happen. So we stayed on our normal routine. You know, um, everything that I, I normally do during the week, you know, I, I've done. You know, um, up until right now, I'm at my son's middle school game. By the way, he got two touchdowns. Today. There you go. So, you know. I'm plugging them, so but yeah, I, I, just stick to the normal schedule. That's it. You got that on. You got that on your cell phone. You got those touchdowns on your cell phone. Oh yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> there you go. I, I I think I asked you also this week about the guys embracing the moment and you know can you make this a normal game and I think you were echoing the same sentiments as Frazier in the fact that this is not going to be just a normal game given what's at stake for both teams and given the fact that you're playing your arch rival. And really, you are determining the fate of their existence the rest of the season. If you win, you win. If they lose, they're out. Exactly, man. That's how it goes. You know, I think, um, you know, we prepare for something like this. I feel like, you know, we've been kind of close every year. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we know what the recipe is. You know, um, now we're just kind of getting over the hump. You know, last year we were right there. You know, this year we put ourselves in position where we're kind of right there again. You know, so. You know, it's just kind of time to kind of go out there and play. You know, I don't know how, how quick Saturday can get here, you know, but, you know, um, you know, the guy's kind of chopping at the bit. The, the staff is kind of chopping at the bit. But, you know, it's, it's it's a good feeling to be, you know, right here. We're embracing the moment, and, you know, um, we're just, just really, really looking forward to it. Coach, the offense normally gets the headlines, and certainly your offense is, is justified in that, 40-plus 40, 40 points a game, and Jada Byers having another another great season. But then there's the old cliche, defense wins championships. Um, how good is your defense? I mean, I see the stats, but but how good is this defense? Well, that cliche uh, speaks volumes to me uh, this year. 
you know, um, they've kept us in games. They put us in great position. You know, um, I mean, maybe uh, of the nine games we played, I would think four of those they've held teams to negative yards rushing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you don't just snarf at anything that you're number one in. We're number one in rush defense. We're like number three in total defense. All of these are national stats. So you know, um, them guys are playing their butts off. You know, um, so. <laughs> Defense definitely wins championships. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Although most people probably would associate me with being an offensive guy, but um, our defense is fun to watch. <laughs> Those guys over there are extremely fun to watch. And and opportunistic. That was, I think, a, a word that Frazier had talked about. You guys are opportunistic on the defense. And I, I remember the Lincoln game when the the punt snap, I think, on their first series, it goes over their head. You get the touchdown. I think you block the punt the next time on a short field. And you take advantage. Is that something that is 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 not preached, but is coached throughout the course of the week about how opportunistic we have to be defensively, not only to give our offense a short field, but you know if we got an opportunity to score, let's put more pressure on the opposing uh, opposing team. Yeah, and that's kind of what we do. We want to try to score every chance we give. You see, our defense has scored a few touchdowns this year. Yeah. Our special teams have scored a few touchdowns this year, and um, of course, people know what the offense does. But you know, um. We want to just make it happen. I think we got a team full of playmakers on both sides, and those guys on both sides, you know, make up our special teams. You know, um, so a lot of times when, you know, people might see special teams as a down-off or something that, you know, you don't necessarily have to play. People are excited to play special teams for us, and, you know, you can see the results this year, you know, so I'm happy about those guys as well. The word we kept hearing about your team as we've talked is physicality. And, mm-hmm. and and the level of physicalness. Um, what's the pride level in that, and where does that kind of come from, Coach? That's kind of, you know, what Union was built on. From the time I played here, you know, you want to be known as a physical ball club. You know, so, you know, you just want to make sure that you're doing everything. Like, you know, um, we feel like we're a line of scrimmage team on both sides. You know, um, we lead the league in rushing offense. We lead the league in rushing defense. So, you know, you just want to make sure you're physical up front. I think, you know, you win games up front. So, you know, um that's kind of where it starts at, you know, and I think we've done that. So, you know, being physical is kind of, you know, uh, a mark of mine, and I think those guys take on the same identity as me. And it seems like it doesn't matter who gets the credit. You know, we talk about Jada, and we've talked about Curtis Allen, what he did in his time as a starter. Also, Rashad, when he had that big game against Livingstone. It just seems like they take so much pride on doing what they need to do, and sometimes it gets overlooked. But when they do their job, it makes everybody look that much better. Absolutely. I think, you know, um, if you can get to the point where, you know, um, it doesn't matter who gets the credit, everybody just really cares about winning, you know, um, you got a special team. And I think that's who we are. You know, and I think, you know, people got a chance to see that. I hate for it to kind of be, you know, put in the position that it was because we got to see that when Jada went down. Mm -hmm. You know, so when he went down, you really got to see the makeup of the team. And I've been telling people the whole season we we got special guys everywhere. You know, Jada gets the headlines because he deserves them because, you know, if you ever seen him play, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, it gave a chance for, for what I've been saying, you know, since the spring about, you know, we have a ton of playmakers to kind of step up. You know, Jada missed about three and a half games, mm-hmm. you know, if you total all the time up. And we kind of kept it rolling. And we had some success out of that room and, and out of the whole offense. So, you know, it, that that showed a lot. You know, it was it was a moving point right there. But, you know, we just got a, we just got a special team. And I love really coaching these guys. It, it sounds like you knew that when it started, when when you guys reconvened in, in August, that, that you had a pretty good idea that this team could be where it is today? I did. You know, um, you know, I just 
you know, when we when we when we came in, it was just kind of like, you know, um, we felt like we had all the pieces to the puzzle. We just had to put the puzzle together, you know, um, and it was a kind of good thing to see. And, it, and as a coach, you get a little anxious sometimes. You got that much talent, and it's kind of right there in your face because it was kind of we were looking off of what, what last year was. But mm-hmm. I think this team, you know, made an effort to make sure that they created their own identity and, and that they um, put themselves in position for, you know, what was going to come to them. And these guys have, you know. So, you know, like I said, they've created their own identity. And, and they play like it. If you came to watch us the last few weeks or early in the season, you can kind of see it. And, and like I said, as a coach, you know, it's been exciting to coach and it's been great to watch. Hey, Coach, going back to that stretch when Jada went out, was that like the moment where, I mean, I, I, you knew what you had, but that moment when he was he was out and they really didn't miss a beat to a certain degree, was that the moment where you said, okay, this this – this is showing me maybe a, maybe a little bit more, but it's showing me that we we got some really really special here at Virginia. Mm-hmm. Virginia. I think it did. You know, um, like I said, Sean, I think I had saw it already. You know, yeah. so you know it was kind of time for the world to see it. But um, I never wanted it to be shown that way. <laughs> you know, you, know <laughs> you never wanted your best guy to be down in a sense. But you know, um, those guys stepped up and they stepped up to the plate and and, and they battled. So I was happy about that. You know, and then it was just a matter of just. Making sure you know we did enough, you know, mm-hmm. um, on every phase of the uh, every phase of the game to kind of keep it trucking. You know, um, we go back to that that week four game when we played Fairville mm-hmm. and um, we ended up playing it in a tropical storm. You know, because um, we had to play it. You know, and I think you know people looked at that and judged our team a whole lot. You know, um, I, and I I hate for our team to be judged for playing a game in a tropical storm because mm-hmm. nobody else in the country had to do it. You know, uh, except for Fairville, of course. You know, but um, it it. it I think that game just kind of gave us a hard reset, and, and we came back, and these guys are ready to rock and roll. Uh, if there is a number one thing to be successful Saturday, Coach, what is it? Uh, you know, um, they're a good ball club, so it's kind of tough to say one thing because I mm-hmm. think, you know, Coach Frazier does a great job down there. And, you know, you can talk about how physical our bunch is, but he has a physical bunch too, you know. So it's going to be, you know, whoever I think can win the line of scrimmage, you know, um, whoever, you know, does the simple things like, you know, have the least amount of turnovers mm-hmm. and all those type of things like that that go into two and two good teams get together, you know, who has the least amount of penalties, all of those outliers that, you know, you got to make sure that, that, that you don't get beat on. As long as those things are in place, I think, you know, um, whoever wins those type of battles will have a good chance of coming out on top of this game. It's going to be a lot of emotion. Uh, at Hovey Stadium Saturday, not only for the division title and the birth and the championship game, it is also senior day for a lot of for a lot of the seniors uh, for Virginia Union playing their final home game of the regular season, and it's the old Douglas Wilder Classic. So, a lot of anticipation for this game on Saturday, and I will see you over there, Coach, uh, on Saturday for uh, for the game of the year in the in the CIAA. And I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys for having me on. Thank Thanks, you, Coach. Coach. And thank you. Thanks. You probably could have stopped after saying game of the year, not just in the CIAA. I think it could be in the state. I, and I kind of wanted to ask him this, Sean, but I think this is question is probably better for, for after the game because right. this doesn't matter win or lose. But do they kind of understand the spotlight that they've, they've earned and put themselves in to showcase mm-hmm. CIAA football, Division II football, mm-hmm. college football in the state that's not named Virginia or mm-hmm. Virginia Tech or JMU or it that kind of, that that they they are showcasing uh, something really special here. I think they I think they they understand the magnitude of what's in front of them. I know I talked to a couple of the the players at Union, and they were saying the same thing, almost like what Frazier that this is why we came here. Mm-hmm. This is our mm-hmm. chance 
to put the brand out there to show the country what not only CIAA football but Virginia Union football is all about. And I just you know two teams eight and one, six and one in the conference. No looking over their shoulder. Everything's in front of them. I mean, it's you couldn't ask for it. It's supposed to be a great day weather-wise out there. Hopefully a sellout crowd at Hovey Stadium. It, I, weather's going to be great. Weather's going to be great. Yep. I, I And I've covered this rivalry probably since 96, and I have not had this much excitement and buzz about this rivalry game since I've, I've been a part of it. Uh, you know, like cool. I said, either – with our school paper, our radio station, or a Channel 6. No game has been this hype before until this year. Awesome. I can't wait. You deserve to be on the sideline <laughs> for this one. Wish I was in the booth. That's a whole different story, yeah. too. But, but, but you know, being on the sideline, you get a different feel. You get to see the emotions on the sleeve. You feel the crowd mm-hmm. right there. So, and no, and it's not going to be cold, so I don't have to wear an overcoat, and <laughs> I don't have to have the rain stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun out there Saturday. All right. You need to go. You're going to be cold tonight. So you yes. better have uh, the choppers out there gearing up. I hope it's warm. The up. heat is on in the chopper. Where's oh, the chopper headed tonight? The chopper is going east to King and Queen. We, I've got like a rivalry weekend. It's like yeah. we got King and Queen and King William tonight. I've got Benedictine and Trinity for the private ranks. And then I've got State and Union on Saturday. So, I mean, this is rivalry weekend. I'm, I'm we just, send the best to the best. Hell, you know. There you go. And then Monday, we got our... No, I'm just, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of the best, I'm going to give you one minute here. We haven't really publicized this very much because I'm not really sure how to frame this, Uh-oh. AJ. Uh-oh. But there's some changes coming here at 1061 ESPN. I heard that. Yeah, Robert Ole, our, our program director for last year, sports director, he's basically leaving nobody ever leaves in their entirety like mitchell bradley is still hanging around yeah. uh, robert is also leaving the full-time position but he's be, hanging around but he's hanging around so aj just wanted to follow in the footsteps of mitchell and robert <laughs> so he's kind of leaving but my gut tells me it's not the last time we're going to see you aj Oh, I'll always be around. See, I knew that already. But I figured i'd give you sean an opportunity since you've had the great pleasure to work with aj yeah it's been a short time but you know, I, I think you you're one of the, and I'll say that we've worked with a lot of producers. But you're oh, yes we have. you're one of those you're one of those producers that really gets a feel of the talent. And when I say the talent, just speaking about whoever is hosting that show, we could say something. I, I joke with you the day I, I filled in for Bob. I had said something about coming to America in the next break. There's a sound. There's clip. a song. So it's not like you know he's just you know moving the buttons, pushing the buttons, and everything like that. You're paying attention to what your host is saying and following his or her feel with the show. And I think he's got a great, great feel of that. And I know you do that with your background uh, with media, but I think you are, you do a really good job of getting a feel of what the host wants to talk about. And then you kind of lead them into either continuing down that road or going in another path and they just follow you with it. And I think you, you want one of the best at doing that. I appreciate that, brother. Don't make me cry. <laughs> we're saying try to make you stay. That's why we're saying it. But I we've heard, been here. And I'll tell you what, I've bragged about that uh, Sean Only show. I love all my hosts, obviously, but that <laughs> Sean Only show was was tight. We 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 ran through that one. We had a good, I, we had a good, good time. We had a good time with them. When he threw that coming to America, I'm like, oh, okay. He's, he, I'm like, we got that. We got that. So that was that was a fun show. You can always go back and listen to that on on demand on the <laughs> ESPNRichmond.com. There you go. There you go. That's where what, I misspelled his last name. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> oh. I did, and it pains me. I take it all back. I take it all. Back. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. I'm, all right, uh, you go get yes, the chopper. Yes, I'm going into the chopper. All right, safe travels. And, and, um, and we'll see you somewhere over the weekend. Yes, rivalry leave, weekend everywhere. And I'll leave your extension here. Your, Thank you. So, leave yeah. the adapter there. <laughs> and uh, AJ and I'll come back and wrap things up for uh, this sports huddle. I'm not on tomorrow. Day off tomorrow, so we'll wrap it up. Um, really not on Monday either because I got spider basketball. So got a little hiatus coming here. Uh, AJ and I to finish up the Thursday feel good edition of the sports huddle next on 1061 ESPN.